This is Stu Epperson from the Truth Talk podcast, connecting current events, pop culture, and theology. And we're so grateful for you that you've chosen the Truth Podcast Network. It's about to start in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, and please share it around with all your friends. Thanks for listening, and thanks for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, a decent respect requires that they declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, and among these life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. To secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. And whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to establish new government. We, therefore, the representatives of the United States of America, do and with the authority of the good people of these colonies, solemnly publish and declare that these United Colonies are, and of right ought to be, free and independent states, that they are absolved of all allegiance to the British Crown, and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved. In the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show. I say this calls for action, and now... Far, we've been traveling far. Without a star The horsepower of free speech today on the Christian Car Guy, <laughs> especially if you put the horse in front of the cart, <laughs> the horsepower, and I do mean horsepower, of free speech. You might have heard, I hope you heard, Jason O'Mara as General George Washington. He was, you know, again, reading the Declaration of Independence in the History Channel's Son of Liberty series. I, I just think it was extremely powerful the way that um, that he did that as General George Washington. And then you have Neil Diamond coming to America and this idea of free. And so today's Christian Car Guy show is always brought to you by Hebrew Letter and today's letter. <laughs> that cracks Bill up. It cracks me up, too. I love to do it. Today's letter is the Hebrew letter pay. And if you were to look at a pay, it looks like a mouth. 
Okay, and so you might see that has something to do with the horsepower of free speech, Bill. So, you know, Bill's very excited about this show. I've seen it. wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. I, I always love the fact that Bill has always been the first Saturday of whatever given month. So how many Fourth of July shows? This is probably our 17th or something like that. I tell you, you're getting old. <laughs> Your hair is a great deal whiter, I'm just saying. Platinum blonde. Uh, but anyway. So I was, somebody shared Hebrews 5.2 with me this week, which has to do with the high priest having infirmities. And I started, I decided to study that word infirmity, which means weak. And as I looked at the word weak, I was shocked to find that it has this pay in it. Like, what does the word weak have to do with a mouth? Always amazes me that you find things to study that just absolutely <laughs> pass me by. So as I thought about why is mouth in the word of the middle of the word weak? And it just turned out to be my whole lesson plan from God. And, and let me tell you why to an extent, okay? So Sunday I teach special needs ministries, which means I teach people with Down syndrome and, and um autism and that kind of thing. And they're adults. And so we had a new student and she was real nervous about being in the class. And she started to get sick as she sat there and she said, excuse me for a minute. And she walked over and she was one of our students that's vocal and can speak. And then I heard her start talking to herself. And this was my lesson for the whole week. But I teach special needs so they can teach me, believe me. <laughs> like I've heard from Tremendous Jones years ago. I, when you teach, they end up the, teach, the, the students teach you. So I watched her as she started saying, you're okay. You're not going to be sick. You are just fine. And she's saying this out loud, and she's over a ways, you know, just totally separated. And then I watched her, and she was fine. She empowered herself through her words. Yeah. And then I thought, wow, is that why that word weak has this mouth in the middle of it? And actually, it has to do with what's driving the mouth in this particular word weak. And that has to do with when we drive it ourselves or we let Satan affect it. Then our self-talk is going to make us phenomenally weak. Well, interestingly, the word freedom, <laughs> as I discovered this week, also has a pay in it. Because when you think about the power of words, oh my goodness, the world itself was spoken into existence by God's expressions. Jesus is the word. And Jesus is the word. And at the end, Jesus is going to take out everybody that opposes him with a sword that comes out of his mouth, which we're going to have next week's episode of Christian Car Guy Theater. Very cool. But um, as I was th thinking about this and processing it, I realized, wow, we are always... Right? We have all sorts of power in our words, but who do we talk to the most? <laughs> ourselves, Sales. right? And what is the story that we are telling ourselves? Hopefully it's a positive story. And, and, and as I'm studying this, studying this, studying this, Bill, and I ask Jesus every day to show me something, and one day this week he said, well, go to Acts 1.8. And Acts 1.8 says, you will receive power from on high to be my witness. That you, and in fact, the Holy Spirit will come upon you to receive power on high. In other words, the Holy Spirit's going to help you have a testimony. And it's, that's where your power is. Well, think about it. If you are testifying to yourself, the Holy Spirit is helping you put Jesus, in other words, 
your cart is being driven by a horse. If that is, in fact, Jesus, if that is your testimony, like Jesus loves you, he is going to bring you through this, okay? He has brought you through so many things. You know he has. And, and, And so as we begin to see the horse drawing my cart, all of a sudden I begin to see, wow, therein lies freedom, which has the letter for life in it, followed by that pay, that same letter, just a difference of who's driving the cart, okay? (laughs) And thus you have an interesting dichotomy between, you know, weakness and freedom. So with that in mind, here's an example, and I'm hoping that you're thinking of your examples, and this has everything to do with front-wheel drive versus rear-wheel drive. We're going to talk about that. in a minute, but I want to tell a story. So when I was a baby Christian, I was scared of the dark. You may have heard this before. And I, I used to just shiver in the bed and I, here I am six foot five, 230 pounds. And you know, if I heard a noise outside, it would be, and my wife, by the way, is five feet tall. Tammy, can, could you Go check out that noise. I she's pretty tough, though, I tell you. She, she's, don't, don't think there are too many, too many that stand up against her. So about two years after I came to Christ, she had to go out of town. So there I was, and I lived in this very creepy house that was downtown Winston-Salem. It was over by the university. It was an old house and big trees, and you can picture the night. It's, it's like the night of straitjacket, like the thunders, lightnings. Robbie's scared in the bed. There, you couldn't be more scared, right? And so being a Christian, I thought, well, I need to talk to Jesus about this situation because I'm terrified. And I said, Jesus, I don't know what it means to give you this fear, but can I give it to you? Because I really am sick and tired of being scared all the time. And so Jesus says to me, and this is him driving my mouth, Robbie, what's the worst thing that can happen? And I said, well, somebody could come in here with a knife, you know. And he says, what would be so bad about that? And for the first time in my life, I processed the concept of, wow, you're threatening me with Jesus. <laughs> like, oh, I would be with you. That would, I could be at rest. You know, this, 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 I shouldn't be afraid of this situation. Now, fast forward to the year 2017, okay? This was probably 1994. And all of a sudden, same thing, I'm in an older house, is in Pofftown, North Carolina, creepy trees. You needed a better real estate stuff. agent. And now there's actually footsteps on the roof of my house. <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding. Four <laughs> o'clock in the morning, there are footsteps in the roof of my house. You said it was December. It was, and I went and got, and it wasn't. <laughs> what <laughs> Santa Claus? It was not Santa. I went and got my shotgun. Wait till you hear what happened. Oh, Poor it has Santa. everything to do with freedom when we come back. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. In the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. Free. Only one will be free. We huddle close. Hang on to a dream.
the horsepower of free speech today on the Christian Car Guy Show, especially if you put the horse in front of the cart. <laughs> As we've been talking about, wow, the speech that we do most often is the speech we do to ourselves, that we talk, and in that talk, who's driving the cart? Um, would that be Jesus, or are we driving it, or are we allowing Satan to affect what we're saying, and Oh, my goodness. If you noticed in the De- Declaration of Independence there, it says divine providence. So you'll get to hear that a couple more times in today's show, that they knew very well who was driving the cart when they wrote that. And then note that they ended it with the word honor. Right? And I, I find that fascinating. That, 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 you know, these men essentially put their lives where their mouths were. And 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 trusted in God that the ability to have this free speech that we had so many fight for and win that we are able to celebrate this holiday of freedom, um, like wow, those people had to have some pretty good self talk to stand up in front of such a foe as they did to take on a much superior force as far as that was concerned. So wow, what did that take exactly? And that's what we're talking about is horsepower today. So when we left her here, Robbie, he was scared of the dark. Terribly, okay. But Jesus had given me some words to use. And over the years, I'd essentially broken the agreement that I was afraid of the dark and decided to let Jesus drive the train that that I needed to do whatever I needed to do to protect my family. So this particular morning in 2017, I did hear four o'clock in the morning, pitch dark outside, creepy house. Only this time I hear footsteps on the roof. Clearly footsteps on the roof. My daughter's room, by the way, who at this point in time was about 17, her room was upstairs. And I realized that the person walking up there was walking towards my daughter's room, at what point I went and got my trusty shotgun <laughs> and told my wife to call the police, which she did, which was a funny story, actually, because she's got the police on the phone. As I walk out the back door, I am putting the shells in the shotgun, which if you've ever put shells in a shotgun, it makes a particular noise. Since this is a semi-automatic shotgun, it's going ka-chunk, ka-chunk. And as I step out the door, I hear this, don't shoot me. And I look up, and lo and behold, this dude's on my roof. <laughs> Did he have a cape on? Right. Now, I've got the gun on the guy. No, he didn't have a cape on, Bob. And nor did he have a red suit, and there were no reindeer involved. Okay. <laughs> But this is the same guy that used to tell my wife. I mean, it is the same guy. Uh, and, and now I've got this gun on the, on this guy, and my wife has got the police on the phone. They said She says to them, my husband has a gun on a man on our roof, and I think he's going <laughs> to shoot him. Well, if you could imagine, they dispatched the entire Winston-Salem police. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have anything better to do that night. Uh but while that was going on, I'm like, dude, what are you doing up there? And he goes, I'm trying to find my daughter. And I said, what? He goes, Your da- my daughter's up here. He's right. And she points to another part of my roof. And he said, I'm going to go get her. And I said, oh, that'd be a shocker. What are you all doing on my roof? And so is he, he's got no shoes on, by the way. And he, he is walking across my roof barefoot. And, and like he goes over there. Of course, his daughter's not over there. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? And he goes, I've got to find my daughter. 
I said, well, what are you doing? You know, and I'm, I'm trying to get this. Well, about this time, 4,000 police cars are arriving, coming down the street and up the street. And you're still holding the gun. I'm still holding the gun. I still got the guy right there. Well, when he hears the police cars, man, he runs across and you'd have wished he had a, 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 a cape on because he literally jumps off my roof, like across the backyard and off he goes. And I run around and this guy hits the ground run in his bare feet in the middle of winter and he takes off running. As it turned out, he was high on drugs and all that stuff. The police, of course, as I'm standing there like... Mr. Dillmore, put the gun down. <laughs> no problem. You, you got this is under control. <laughs> I didn't want to end up in anger management or anything. But uh, nonetheless, I just don't want you to miss that there is amazing freedom if you let Jesus drive the cart, so to speak, right? And, and so front-wheel drive, if you think about it, right, in a car, you steer in the direction you want to go. Well, most policemen don't want front-wheel drive. You know why? Because they want to be able to turn around quick. And in order to do that, with a rear-wheel drive car, you can break the rear end loose and you can spin around fast. Well, think how handy that is. If you happen to be driving your car and you're not letting Jesus take the wheel right this minute. On your roof. The good news is you can repent. Turn around quick. <laughs> <laughs> so, a little mental image for you there, Bill. You can quickly repent and hand the wheel to Jesus because I'm just going to tell you that, that things will, in fact, go so much better for you. They certainly did for these people who signed the Declaration of Independence, right? So the question today, obviously, is where in your life did you sign your Declaration of Independence? When did you get free? of whatever fear, whatever situation may be, when did you sign your own? In other words, turn the wheel over to Jesus in whatever way, shape, or form and become independent of something, you know, that God had, you know, allowed you to find out how important it was that you need Jesus, you need the Word in your life, you need the Bible, all those things to help you drive. 866-348-348. 7884 is the number to call in and share. 866-34-TRUTH. Please call us. It's just me and Bill, and, and it's the 4th of July weekend. Well, the Holy Spirit's here. Oh, that's true. And, and we have producers, Kazor. I'm in a room full. Yeah, we've got the dream team in us. we got <laughs> Sean and Grayson. We, we have um, Rachel as well that's in the backdrop. So, you know, no matter what happens... Because our beloved Beth Ann is taking leave of absence. Pray, pray for her as she gets a much-deserved rest. And uh, so we'll be back. We need your stories when we come back. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH, the horsepower of free speech. listening to the truth network and truthnetwork.com in the support of this declaration with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence we mutually pledge to each other our lives our fortunes and our sacred honor free only one be free we huddle close hang on to each 
the horsepower of free speech today, especially if you put the horse in front of the cart. The horsepower of free speech. Yes, I wonder what your story might be. <laughs> Where you put the horse in front of the cart and let him tell the story. And again, as, as we have this opportunity really to think about our self-talk, what an opportunity. Like the more Bible that we can take in on a regular basis, it, you know, for me, I, I memorized the 16th Psalm um, here a few weeks ago, and I keep repeating it and repeating it, and I just can't tell you how helpful it is because it really, when you think about it, when it gets down to that line, it says, I place the Lord always before me. Well, I couldn't help but think about that as he was teaching me this week. If you place the Lord always before you, the horse is in front of the cart, right? And then it says, <laughs> because he's at my right hand, I won't be shaken. My heart is glad, therefore my heart is glad, and my glory rejoices, and my flesh rests securely. Like, if you do that, if you put the horse in front of the cart, and, and he's there, right? That has everything to do with prayer, as you've been talking about, Bill. Well, I, I was thinking... The biggest challenge in my life was when we found out my daughter had leukemia and, you know, your world just sort of shakes under you. We checked her into Baptist hospital and we then found out that Baptist wasn't covered by our health insurance, that we were expected to have her treated at Duke, which is an hour and a half away. So get the irony of this situation, the the, the insurance agent... I do have to see, I've, I've heard of this story before, but I always find it the irony of the fact that here it is the, you know, the one man in my life that I really under, feel like knows and understands insurance. There you are, your wife's and, and you with, with the situation with your daughter with leukemia and, and the hospital that you want to treat her, you're not covered. Well, yeah, well, yeah. My wife says, don't worry about it. I said, well, yeah, good. <laughs> she says, no, you don't understand. You know, we can almost see our church from this window. The, our daughter loves the nurses. We trust the doctors. We're in our city where our, our support system is. We're just a little bit away from home. We're going to stay here. I said, well, I love you, darling. Do, do you understand that if we stay here, we're going to owe this $700,000 medical bill? And if we go to Duke... They're going to pay almost all of it. She says, yes, this isn't a dollar decision. And, you know, my knees got weak and my head started swimming. And, you know, I, I love you. I gave her a kiss and I started walking out of the hospital. At least I was trying to walk out the hospital. And three verses came to me while I was praying. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. With prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, lift up your request to God and the Peace of Christ, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. And you are chosen and holy and dearly loved by God. And in a real strange, unusual, difficult way to explain to some people, I heard a voice deep in me that said, And yes, Hannah is chosen and holy and dearly loved by God, too. And if this be true, God doesn't want her to have this cancer. And my vision cleared by ears stopped ringing but I wasn't wobbly walking and you know I made it to my office I mean what else does an insurance agent do and I'm sitting there and the phone rings and one of the smartest people I ever met called me up 
David was uh, in high school, created a uh, program to help his father, the doctor, bill all the different places and all the other doctors signed on. When he graduated high school, he got a million dollars for this company. And he took that money and went to Wake Forest as a sophomore. Now, my sophomore year, I'm doing construction. As a, <laughs> he, he start, goes to work for a health insurance company. And his senior year, four years in college, he's a vice president. God, brilliant. He says, how are you? I tell him. He says, write down single case patient negotiation. So what am I going to do with that? He says, if the hospital and the health insurance company agree, they can create a health insurance plan, a group plan for one person, and she can stay at Baptist. And at that moment, an email popped up, and it was the email from the health claims department that says uh, we'll take care of hannah for the first week but after that she'll have to relocate to duke and the email was sally j at celtic-net.com and this was way back when i said could the email address be that simple and i said thank you david i called the library and i said i need the president's name of celtic insurance i don't know if you realize but finding an email address for someone like that is next to impossible well i'm typing a letter and i'm praying and i put a little picture on it and they tell me that it's mr dally j at celtic is the president so i sent an email to dally j at celtic-net.com and i prayed and i hit the button but 9 a.m. sharp the next morning, this guy calls and says, I'm the vice president in charge of overclaims for Celtic Insurance. And I was having breakfast with the president of the company this morning, and he wanted me to call and see if there was anything we could do for you, which is what David had said to me the day before. I said, well, thank you very much. He says, but before you get started, we've got to tell you we do not have any contracts or agreements with your hospital. There's no way that she can stay at Baptist Hospital. I said, well, thank you very much. Did I hear you correctly? The president of the company asked if there was anything you could do for me. He says, yes, sir. I said, single case patient negotiation. And there was dead silence. It was that dead silence when you know. <laughs> well, this drunk. guy had been hired. He wasn't your typical vice president in charge of claims. He was hired to outsource the entire claims department from one state to another. He knew what this meant. And he says, well, we could only do that if the hospital was in, in agreement. I said, thank you so much. Let me give you their name and phone number. They're waiting for your call. <laughs> well, we ended up getting to stay at Baptist. It ended up saving them a whole lot of money. And we got through the whole thing for about $2,000 out of pocket. But, but more over and over more, way more and importantly, Hannah came out of it. It was just one miracle after another miracle. As she went to work as a um, child life specialist, and she works at the Children's Hospital in Chapel Hill in the emergency department. And those three scriptures came at me almost daily, and every time I right, saw let's go back miracle. to those three scriptures for a second because I think it's it's critical understanding. Because I happen to know that you were discipled by the same person that discipled me <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times in the same room, <laughs> right? Ted Burton, right? Well, My, that and Frank, right? Frank Fanick, mm -hmm. Ted Burton, and part of what they told us, right, was here's your 
verses of scripture memorization. And it was something that they started us on. Little did we know, I mean, we didn't, but I mean, that's what they did. They taught us to memorize scripture. If, if you've thought about that? Oh, yes. Uh, you, you've got to be thinking and praying and positive. I always cringe when people pray for somebody's cancer. I always want to oh, scream and say, no, pray for the person's <laughs> health. You know, there are people that asking, I need prayer because my boss is such as so-and-so. They're always, no, we need to be praying that this boss is going to see well, let, the light me, and be a wonderful. Let me preface what positive. I'm saying a little bit differently, though. Scripture memorization is is really a cool thing. You have it, I have it to some extent because of the way we were discipled. However, the real issue is the cart is Jesus. The word is Jesus and Jesus is the word. And so I'm not doing it to memorize something as some program. What I'm doing is I'm, I'm trying to get to know Jesus better. And actually by repeating these things in my own mind time and again, as I memorize them, it's like they become part of what the Holy Spirit has access to, to bring up a defense when you're under attack. It's also like learning a new language in a new country. The Holy Spirit can talk to you much clearer, and you can understand the point that the Holy Spirit's saying if you're familiar with the New Testament. If you're not, then you don't know whether that wonderful advice you think you're hearing is you or somebody you heard say something months ago or years ago, and you're really off base. You don't know that it's God talking to you unless you've got a familiarity with the New Testament. So you have a story. You know you do, and you got to, you know, the Holy Spirit. Hopefully Jesus is driving your freedom to make that phone call, <laughs> to drive your speech, to share that testimony, because your words, your words have phenomenal powers. What the Holy Spirit, right, rested on you to say these words that are going to be power. Your testimony, your story will encourage so many people today. Call us, 866 348 7884-866-34-TRUTH when we come back. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. In the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. Only one to be free. We huddle close. Hang on to a dream. The horsepower of free speech today on the Christian Car Guy Show, especially if you put the horse before the cart. <laughs> so horsepower's got everything to do it with it. And I want to mention to you that if you're listening to the Truth Network today, Amy Cabo's going to be on at 1 o'clock with her show, The Cure. And speaking of cure, they're going to be talking about healing trauma through hypnosis. So that's a live show. You'll be able to call in at 866-348-7884 at 1 o'clock to The Cure. But meanwhile, if you're listening to us, you have a story that that you need the freedom of speech, right? The Holy Spirit to tell you that this this testimony, your testimony, could set other people free. Like, here, here's the real deal. That, that when we accept Christ as our Savior, Bill, <laughs> I mean, this is where our real declaration of independence comes, right? Because I love Isaiah 61. 
right? Where he says that I've come, right, to set the captives free, to declare liberty to the captives. I mean, this, this, this is what his mission was. And by dying on the cross and literally taking on our sin, he then shed his blood that we would have remission of those sins. In other words, we wouldn't have those sins counted against us anymore. And by understanding that and telling ourselves, Jesus paid for this and God loves me, just like you talked about how God loves Hannah, then it changes our standing and literally Satan can no longer hold those chains. If you accept the gift and walk in the truth. Right. But you have to walk in that, right? And you have to say, wait a minute. I don't have to be afraid anymore because Jesus told me what's the worst thing that can happen. You know, or what's the, I don't need to be worried about the financial aspects of this hospitalization because I know that Jesus is going to walk with me through this situation, whatever it may be, and the Holy Spirit's going to bring the people and the processes. I mean, isn't it cool how he brought you the guy that knew the the magic formula and then gave you the wisdom to figure out the email address? Well, he, he actually does that for all of us as the scripture that, that, that you sit down to study today, wherever that may be. It, it's amazing to me how often it's exactly what God need, knew I needed for this week based on what he knew I would be facing. You know, I had a good friend that I hadn't seen in six months, and I was praying for him. I call him. Well, we walk in, and he's coming out of one of the locked doors that you had to have a code to get out of. And I said, where have you been? What are you doing here? He said, well, my son came down with leukemia six months ago, and he's been going through this program, and he's all better. And that was the first person we saw when we were coming up. You know, things like that happen, and we don't give credit to God that God sets these signs up all around us. And sometimes you're smart enough to tune into them, and sometimes you just let them pass on by and not give credit that they're a sign. You know what I noticed this week, Bill, is in that passage in the Holy Spirit, rested, will rest on you. And... And you know that the Holy Spirit descended on Jesus like a dove. Well, you know, I happen to love doves. <laughs> They're sort of pigeons, a high-class pigeon. Well, I really, really do love doves, and we have a lot of them around where I live. And let me just tell you that it takes nothing to scare a dove. And so for a dove to rest, you kind of got to be at rest, right? And so I thought about that, like the Holy Spirit rested on them, and in order for the Holy Spirit to rest on them, you have to be still. There you go. And 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 you got to be wanting. You got to have a peace with your spirit to notice things around you. Yeah. So the other, actually, as I was thinking through this process, I had to stop at a rest area. I was on the highway, and as I'm thinking, Jesus, I'm going to let you guide me. I'm going to. I mean, I had all this peace, and I'm going to let you guide me. While I walked up this rest area, and all these squirrels, this is just squirrely. I know you're going to say, Robbie, I knew you were not. Uh, uh, squirrely. <laughs> I would have said squirrely. Yeah. Well, man, these squirrels were right at my feet. I mean, literally, they were at my feet, and they had no trouble standing there right by me. Like, usually a, a squirrel won't get within 100 feet well, of you. Well, rest station, they know they can charge an entry fee. 
<laughs> but I was thinking, look at that, Jesus. I'm I'm so at peace. These squirrels are just good. They're like they're fine. And, and then later that day, as I was I was contemplating more on this, a dove and her fawn, a doe and her fawn. I'm riding my bike, and a doe and her fawn come out to the road, and they just stand there and look at me. And I turn around, and I come back as I wanted to see them again. And guess what? They were closer than I've. I mean, they were even closer to me. And I was thinking, wow. It has to do with the rest of just knowing, like, I have the Lord always before me. That not hitting that little bell on your bike. <laughs> I need me a little bell. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that it's an amazing thing that we can practice. Again, for those of you who are not familiar with the Christian Car Guy Show, because I know we got some new stations that have signed on recently. We have a ministry within it called the Jesus Labor Love, which is car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And, you know, here is an opportunity, right? If you're, if you're listening, um, that like, wow, you know a widow or somebody that's in crisis that needs help, or maybe the Holy Spirit saying, hey, you need to look into this. You need to pray for these guys. You need, you need to give, as the case may be, because, you know, their applications come in every day. We're single moms, widows, and families in crisis. They, they need car repair. And quite often, we're able to help them just by able to talk them through the situation because a lot of widows and single moms um, just aren't that familiar with the process of getting your car fixed. Here's a perfect example. One of the first ones I'll never forget was this sort of elderly lady. She was a widow. She came to Ray's Body Shop because her air conditioner wasn't working and it hadn't worked for two years. So, you know, Jerry at Ray's was like, why? You know, why did you come to the body shop? But that's okay. I'll take a look at it. So he goes out there with her, sits in the front seat. Now, show me exactly what the air conditioner's doing. And she says, well, you see how the hot air is coming out, you know, like that? And he goes, well, you see that snowflake button? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding you. This is really, I know it's hilarious, but it's not hilarious. I mean, she didn't know to push the button, right? There was no, you know, her husband had always helped her with the situation. She, She went around for two years without any air conditioning, because she just simply didn't know, right? And, and, and so as we think about the Jesus labor love and the opportunity that we have to share what it is that we know about cars, right? The Holy Spirit wants to share. I mean, how many things in your life, Bill, when you think about it, are just like that snowflake button you didn't know to push because you didn't know the scripture that would have given you the answer or you didn't have the one that would have come to mind that popped up like yours did in that situation in order to give you the peace so the Holy Spirit could just hang out rather than getting all freaked out like I did probably 10 times last week. You don't think I did? I I just have a hard time imagining you freaking out, but by all means. (laughs) (laughs) You need to get to know my wife better. It doesn't take a whole lot. It just doesn't. And so, wow, the the horsepower of free speech. That's what we're talking about today. Again, I'm so grateful that you listened. If you heard some of this, you want to hear the rest and you didn't get it, go to our podcast. It's there at christiancarguy.com as well as Jesus Labor Love and all the scripture references and things we talk about every week. We post them all there at christiancarguy.com. So we're so grateful. I hope you guys have a wonderful Freedom Weekend, a 4th of July celebration with your families and think about those who paid everything that we could be free. What an honor it is that, that, that we live in such a land. And so thank you for listening. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went. Got it all done in 33 years.
This is the Truth Network.